What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Sadie Jean over Zoom video. Sadie was born and raised in Orange County, Southern California, and talks about how she got into music. She was put in piano lessons at a very early age and did that for uh, about six years. Got to the point where the music class was making her do all these tests to advance to the next level and it kind of burnt her out and she wasn't really uh, having as much fun anymore. But she's been writing songs pretty much every day since she was a little girl. She talked about putting a song up on YouTube, I think in third grade, and kids like ridiculed her for it and were making fun of her. And after that, that really took a toll on her and she never showed anyone her songs after that. It wasn't until junior year of high school when she started to apply for colleges. She knew she wanted to go to music school, uh, applied to Clive Davis in New York. So she showed a couple of her friends a cover she did of Radiohead Creep. They were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you can sing. This is incredible. You should put this up. And her brother heard it and was like, you need to pursue this. So during her senior year, that's when Sadie got the courage to put up her own music for the first time on SoundCloud. She told us about moving to New York in the midst of the pandemic, starting school basically online, locked in her dorm in New York at NYU, and writing songs like every day to kind of keep herself sane. She talked about writing and releasing the song, What Are You Doing Now?, which has like 125 million streams on Spotify. Uh, it went viral on TikTok. Sadie talks about that moment, how overwhelming it was to have people reaching out to her like are you signed are you this you have a manager all based off of this one song that had done obviously really really well on tiktok she ended up writing a song kind of had a project going was about to release it but didn't feel like the song was her and her sound she was teasing it online and everything else and ended up pulling the song days before it was supposed to come out that led to about eight months of sadie kind of centering herself and really writing and focusing on the songs and sound that she wanted to release. She put out her song Locksmith and that one does incredibly well again. I mean, that one has over 54 million streams on Spotify. So, so Sadie listening to her gut really has paid off obviously for her um, with the success of what are you doing now? But uh, Locksmith and we talk about her most recent song, which is also massive it's called just because she talked about writing that song and locksmith with griff clausen who has been working with her since and we've actually had him on our podcast a couple of years ago so go check that interview out but it was so inspiring to hear sadie's story and do check out just because and check out the video of our interview which is up now on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, if you like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we would love it if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Sadie Jean. Amazing. Um, nice to meet you. I'm Adam. Nice to meet you. I'm Sadie. This is about your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new songs you have out and what else you have going on. Cool. Awesome. Uh, we start off. Are you, uh, 
Oh, you have that really cool, like, is that the iPad that moves along with you when you move your oh, face? No. <laughs> no, no, I think it's awesome. That's what I was curious. I, I've been trying. Leave honestly. it on. It's dope. No, I'm serious. Because <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, damn, you have like some great camera work going on. Uh, no, I, I interviewed somebody else. And I was like, whoa, I was so jealous. I don't know how to change it. One time no, I accidentally <laughs> turned it on and I was like, this is a little intense. But no, it's I'm rad. Glad- I, I appreciate it. I was, <laughs> I just noticed it when he moved. I was like, oh, wow. She's got that cool. Uh, <laughs> effect going. <laughs> okay, sick. <laughs> um, sorry. So, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Orange County, California. No way. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm from San Diego. We were just talking about that. Oh, cool. Um. So, Orange County. What part of Orange County? Um, Tustin. Oh, okay. Very Not, very cool. Like some small town vibes. It's yeah, like, yeah. Did you like it there? Yeah, I like. I like it. now I like it more. I feel like when I was in it, I was like, this is the worst. But I actually think it was a really good place to grow up. And like my dad went to the same high school I went to and like my wow. friends, parents. It's like very much that vibe. Um, and I liked it. It was good. Did I see you move to New York? Are you at Clive Davis? Or yeah, I were? did. I'm I'm taking time off, but I did go to Clive Davis in New okay. York. I thought so. So I figured like that's such a jump from Orange County all the way across the whole entire. You know, no, it was insane. I didn't know anyone that did music or wanted to do anything in the creative industry at all until I like went to school. So it was, it was a kind of a culture shock in that way that all these people want to do something like fun. Uh, like it's kind of crazy like all my friends are just kind of like studying business which is like cool but i didn't know that other people wanted to write songs or whatever it was weird yeah (laughs) how did you start a music do you uh do you have a musical family at all or do you come from a musical household no which is weird i don't know why i think further i think i have like grandparents that like to play piano Uh um but or like great great grandparents or something there's some type of music lovers in my history but no one in my immediate family like did music um like my dad loves music and my brother loves music but I don't know I just kind of started making up songs like apparently I don't know I don't remember but my mom and family would be like you would just before you could talk would just make up songs with the oh, wow. like little melodies and, and yeah whatnot. yeah it was weird and then I would like make my sister write them down for me before I could before I learned how to write and so there's like, oh really yeah so you like, what tell her the lyrics and she'd write them down yeah this that's is amazing. my song can you write it down for me because I don't know how to write <laughs> that's so cool dang that's awesome so you're writing music or writing songs before and lyrics before you could even literally write yeah they definitely weren't good, but I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, but wow. Did you go? Were you in piano lessons or anything when you were young or is it basically yeah. just you singing? Okay. Yeah. That is one thing I will say. My mom did make us all do piano lessons. My siblings, because I have a brother and a sister, mm-hmm. they hated it. And I was always so jealous because they're a lot older than me. My brother's five years older and my sister's seven years older. And I was so jealous because I wasn't old enough to do lessons yet when they were doing their lessons and they hated it. And then when I did, I was like, wait, this is actually so fun. And so I stuck with it for kind of a while. But that is that helped me so much with 
writing songs. Like first yeah. grade, I could do the chord and write the chord. But yeah, I love piano. It's my favorite instrument how, for sure. How long did you play it? Like, were you in lessons? Like, did you do it through? I think like high school or? six or seven years. Wow. But I stopped. I stopped. It was really intense. It was this thing called certificate of merit and you have to test, you go to a test room and it's super intense. And it's basically like the SAT for music, but once a year and it's so scary and you have to do a performance one in front of a scary teacher and they mark you so you can move up to the next level. And it gave me so much anxiety. Like by the end of it, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I, I, I quit, but it definitely helped me a lot. I think. Yeah. It's always interesting when I hear stories about these like piano teachers that are, or these situations where it's just so intense, like, Oh, the technique has to be perfect or you're not advancing. It's like, I thought this was supposed to be like a fun activity. When did this become like so strict? I know it was weird. It was so weird, but I guess it makes sense if I wanted to do something classical, but it kind of stopped making sense when I was doing more pop vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So you did that up until it got a little intense, but did yeah. you write songs during that time period or were you just learning? I oh, mean, it sounds sure. like you're always writing songs, but yeah. like, at what point were you showing people or like playing out or anything like that? I was so I was writing songs every day of my life from like my whole as long as I can remember, but I never told anyone. Or I think I told people like growing up, but once I got to the age of 8, I posted one on youtube that was like just acapella me like some silly little song and it was like i mean you're in third grade people aren't that nice i feel like and a few people would like tease me about this video and then i was i was like oh my god this is embarrassing writing songs is embarrassing music is embarrassing i took it down i like wiped it from everyone's memory and i never told anyone again that i liked music <laughs> like literally i i was i would do my piano lessons like in secret i eventually like was taking voice lessons and like didn't tell anyone except for like my family but even my family didn't know i was writing songs anymore like no one i was crazy i would purposely sing bad in the car with my friends like i was insane about it and then eventually when awful that you had to deal with i mean i know it's it's really sad to think about now but eventually i i told people but it wasn't until junior year of high school really yeah it took you that long and why or do you remember why it changed like your junior you're like all right i'm gonna show people now i've been doing it forever but it was because of college applications oh really (laughs) (laughs) everyone was talking about college applications and i realized that i didn't want to go to school for something besides music but then even then i was telling people that i would just go for music business or music and i had i wasn't like lying i had the intention of going for those things because i was so scared of committing to what i actually wanted to do but i was going to go for classical opera voice and some like weird stuff because I, I was so scared of following my dream. And then eventually I was like, people, if I'm, if I'm going to be wanting to go to school for music, even those things that aren't 
being a pop singer or whatever, they have to know that I sing. So I sent my friends a video of me singing a cover of Creep by Radiohead. And they were like, what the hell? You can sing? <laughs> oh, like, wow. Yeah. And they were like, you have to post this. So I post on my Instagram. It's still on my Instagram. And then everyone was like, wait, you can sing? And my brother was like, wait, you can sing? And he was like, he didn't even know. He didn't really know. Like I was in choir, but they didn't know that I like loved it. And really good. Did it, I guess. <laughs> I won't say that about myself, but like they didn't, awesome. they never heard me sing. And then my brother was like, you have to do this. You have to go to school for this. You have to like go do this. And then that's kind of when it all started moving. I feel like. Oh, wow. So even, but I guess prior to, even uh, doing the audition or know, knowing you wanted to go to school for music, were you telling people like, oh yeah, like when they're talking about, I'm going to go to UCLA or, you know, whatever it may be, were you just like, yeah, do you have to kind of play along? Like same here. Or, or like, yeah. at point are you like, I want to go to mute for music or even music business. And people are like, huh? Like um, you get that reaction think, at all? Yeah. The music business I got away with. Cause it's like, oh, you still want to do, business and be like a normal good student but it it got weird when I was like no I'm like maybe I want to go for like being an opera singer (laughs) they're like (laughs) (laughs) okay like and then and then people and then when I did decide I wanted to do like the Clive Davis more contemporary music thing people just didn't get that at all but I mean I don't know. NYU was still a good school. So they were like, oh, well, oh, you're yeah. going to like a good school. But so sometimes I just wouldn't say what I was doing because it's like, oh, I'm going to NYU. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, <laughs> cool. I'm doing what you want me to do. Wow. <laughs> uh, but to have that cover be received by people the way it was like, oh, my God, you should post this. And then your brother like, you mm-hmm. should go to school for this. Like that must have pretty been validating for you. I mean, you've been hiding this secret or you know, of this talent you have. And then people are like, oh, wait, you're, you know, you're good. Yeah, no, it was really exciting. I remember like going to school the next day and people being like, I didn't know you could sing. Yeah, I can sing. But I still wasn't telling people that I was writing songs. So that took another like year. (laughs) And then I posted, and then I posted like an original song on SoundCloud. And then that was like the scariest thing I've ever done still. so scary and then yeah what gave you the confidence were you just like okay i'm i'm gonna do this were you still in high school at that point or had you gone away when i was a senior so i posted the the cover junior year and then the senior the original song senior year and i think i was just i knew that i really wanted to do this i wasn't lying i wasn't like trying to say the music business thing really anymore and I really liked the song and also my, the, the boy I wrote it about had just cheated on me and like, oh. and I wanted to, I wanted him. to expose him. <laughs> so I was like, also, it also happened in like out of spite, which is funny, but I'm so happy that I had, I needed something to just make me do it. Um, but yeah. It was, wow. It was a time. Uh, what was what song was that? Is it up on your Spotify or you just it's, never turned? It's long gone. It's long gone was, in the abyss. It was called "Call It Off." Maybe it's still like on YouTube or something. But okay, 
Yeah. But yeah, so that's funny. I mean, but to <laughs> to do it just because that guy, well, that sucks that he cheated on you. But I mean, you were able to get the song out. Now look at you. But okay, so then you go to, you end up going to NYU and are you going for, did you go for the opera and all that? No, no. Okay. I, I thankfully got into Clive, which is like, um, songwriting. it's like all the things it's recorded music or whatever. It's yeah. Just everything that I would want to do. Did you have cool. to like apply? I mean, as far as like an application, did you have to submit your own songs and do all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no idea why they accepted me, honestly. But what I like, I mean, I was just, I had nothing on my resume. I feel like once I got there and I watched other people, you have to make a, a video mm-hmm. and people go crazy with these videos. And I had no like experience to talk about. Like, I was just like, I really want to do this, but I haven't really done it yet. <laughs> oh, and you're like, this guy broke up with me. Here's the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote this song. <laughs> like, literally, though, I think I did mention that in my essay. <laughs> like, well, it makes sense, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so funny. But yeah, they. I had to apply. And I think the thing that helps me with NYU is you don't have to submit your SAT score. I, I had a pretty bad SAT score. So <laughs> did I. So submit it. Not that it matters. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I was cool. so bad. I had to take the ACT in hopes really? that I did like not nearly was, as bad just so I, I could just get my parents off my back. Uh, I, I guess. So there's just more subjects. I think they gave you like a couple more uh, options to, <laughs> to score a little bit higher. <laughs> Yeah, I should have done the ACT, honestly. I mean, NYU, that, that way outreached what I could do with myself. So, um, but okay, so you get into Clive. Yeah, you get in there, you move all the way across the whole country, which mm-hmm. is that pretty scary? Yeah, it was scary. An added layer was it was so COVID because I graduated high school 2020. Oh my gosh. Went off. Did you get to walk or anything? I mean, that sounds horrible. Sorry to I mean, throw that at you. No, it was no, it was crazy. We it was a mandatory two week quarantine before you can move into the dorms, um, and then once school started, it was all online and like you weren't allowed to really talk to people or meet people. Yeah, really. you're like this college experience sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really made the most of it and. It was nice. It par- there were definitely perks of having to have a small circle. Like I'm definitely super close to the the small amount of people that I did see. Um, so it was okay. It all worked out, but it was mm-hmm. definitely a huge adjustment to go from like the bubble of Orange County to this just crazy. It's crazy. Eddie, New right? York was just crazy. Yeah. That was my first time going there too. So I didn't know what to compare it to, but I could tell something was off. Mm-hmm. There's just no one outside. But yeah, you and that was like the the mecca of it all mm-hmm. here in the United States. I mean, wow. Um yeah. with you know being inside or quarantined, you probably did you live in like the dorms or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that where you I mean you obviously had a song go insane on TikTok, and was that were you posting on there before or kind of during that period of time like 
Uh, yeah. How are you keeping yourself sane? Were you writing songs still every day? And like, how did that work? Yeah. So I, I started using TikTok in quarantine. I feel like a lot of people started using because yeah. we were all just bored and same here. And I was posting videos, but I wasn't really like, I didn't really have a following or anything until what are you doing now? But yeah, my freshman year, I was writing so many songs for sure. That's definitely, I think that is what was keeping me sane. And also my next door neighbor was like my best friend ever. He's still like my best friend. And we would just like, he would sneak into my room and we would just like, cause you weren't allowed to have people in your room. It was crazy, but we would. So, yeah. Just, you're like, at college. You're supposed to have this college experience, but you're <laughs> literally just like living in a dorm with no yeah. one around you. And, and it's like my go. first winter ever. Also, I had never like experienced a winter. Oh yeah, with, with in Orange crazy. County. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things oh, were sad. Things were sad, and that's yeah. That was. But it all worked out. I mean, obviously. it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, Def- definitely. Yeah, I was going through it for sure. Yeah. I went through like the worst breakup still of my life, like the end of that year, and that's what like all my songs are about. But I was like. It was just so sad when I think about myself, like first New York winter, no one's allowed in my room. Like, I'm like so sad about this breakup, but I, it all happened for a reason. And, and then, yeah, what are you doing now was written like not Around too it. long after that. Yeah. I don't want to keep you sad. Cause let's talk about <laughs> the fact that you put that song up in it. Now it has like hundreds of millions of plays, on, not only on <laughs> Spotify, but then you, all your songs have, well over a million and you posted two weeks ago you're like locksmith made 50 million streams and now it's already at 50 nearly 54 million streams so like within a couple of weeks it's already gained like four more million i mean it's wild how i mean not it's not that wild but i mean it's it's amazing how successful it is Uh, you know i mean and you are to think like oh you know all this i'm break up i'm stuck in this dorm and this and the other thing and then it's like your career just starts i know it's crazy to think about. I, yeah, I obviously never expected that that many people would hear my songs, especially come like after so many years of being so secret about it. It's, it's yeah it's weird to think about that many people like listening. It's crazy. So when you post, um, like, so you had you had TikToks up, but were you not posting original music at that point prior to? I was posting um, a little bit like, I, yeah, I was definitely posting songs I was writing, just like singing them on the piano, but mm-hmm. I had never posted really like a demo. Like, oh, okay. What are doing now? We played, it was recorded, which I feel like, I don't, I don't know if that made a difference, but yeah, that I had never really recorded a song, <laughs> honestly. Where did you record it? Would you just do it in your dorm? Or so, were you able to do, like go somewhere and record at this point? We so at NYU, I met um, two of my like good friends, Grace Anger and David Alexander, and we would do these writing trips. Where the first one we went to Colorado, and like we that was how we met David. Actually, it was crazy. We just flew to the middle of the mountains in Colorado. We we're like, hope he's normal because we had written on Zoom a few times. But um it was the best thing ever. And we realized that that was our first time. That was definitely me and Grace's first time co-writing really ever. 
Mm-hmm. And um, we started writing songs. And then we would do that like every so often go on these trips. And the before sophomore year started is when we wrote, we went on one of these writing trips and wrote, um, what are you doing now? Mm-hmm. And David was learning how to produce and he like just, we did my vocal and a little scratch piano. Um, and then we put that on TikTok and, and you can see it. Like my, my, the first time I posted it was in the studio and me, and it's just me and David, like, let's do TikTok. Let's do TikTok. Cause it was still early in the musicians using TikTok days. I feel like. Yeah. And does it go like, quickly like is it blowing up quickly i mean to have a viral moment um what was that like i mean do you put your phone down come back and you see that all millions of people are interacting with this video you've just done yeah i think it was like the next day i woke up and it had like half a million views or something and oh my I, gosh we were all like what didn't expect that but then i posted it again and then it did well again and it's kind of like it just started building on itself and then people would use the sound for their own videos and then other people's videos would do well and it just became this thing uh-huh and then the open verse challenge made it this like bigger thing but yeah it's crazy how the internet can just take something and like go do its thing i feel like i wasn't right. even doing that much but people just like that song and then it does yeah. i mean obviously blows up and then at that point that had to change a lot for you, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Right? Are people reaching out to you like, oh, hey, what do you got going on? And at least you have so many years of experience writing songs because I've, I've interviewed other people that have had that TikTok moment or it's like, I posted the snippet of a song that I was going to do and then it blows up and then, you know, what up, you know, where are you at now? But it's like the fact that you had a back catalog of songs or songs that you've been writing forever, um, that must have been beneficial, obviously, to having something like that blow up. But when that happens, is it like, oh my gosh, like, do, like, how do you kind of like cont- not carry on, but I guess like use that as like a stepping stone? You know what I mean? Like, this is happening. It's like, oh, I, I need to take advantage of this moment. Like, this mm-hmm. is crazy. Like, what did yeah. you end up doing? Like, when that all kind of unfolded? So, when I think about it, I definitely freaked out because I had never no I didn't know anyone in the music industry I didn't know how it worked I didn't know how to upload a song I didn't know what it meant to put a song out I didn't know anything really um and so all of a sudden like everyone's kind of sorry my phone made a noise but all of a sudden everyone's asking me like what what where are you signed and what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And we can yes. make these things happen. And <laughs> all of your dreams are right in front of you. Like, don't mess up. And it's like the scariest. Mo- and I'm, I'm easily overwhelmed also. And I just wasn't ready. When I look back, I wasn't ready to have all of everything right in front of me. But like, don't mess it up. Like, that's literally the, was the vibe. Like, I mean, I'm so that's just me talking about like all the industry stuff when it well, yeah, and just in general now you have all these people like oh hey what do you got going and you're just, yeah. I'd be overwhelmed too like uh oh like yeah, yeah this is what i wanted and this is what i've always wanted but and now it's yeah. here it's like how do i even handle this 
I know it was, it was just, and I'm, and I feel so lucky and I still don't even understand how it all happened. And I'm so grateful for all the people that found me through that song. Um, but it was so, there was a part of it that was just so scary. And I feel like I kind of left my body for like a while. Like when I look back at that time, I don't remember anything for like eight months after that like I I just like panicked it was so stressful and everyone's like what are you gonna do next what are you gonna do next don't don't mess up and I was just like I just want to like write songs and then I'm getting put in all these sessions and I had only ever written with my two friends or my by myself and then it's like oh you're gonna write with this person they've done all these things so it's gonna be a great song and and but it was so hard to stay true to myself in that time because I was so overwhelmed and it's all these people telling you what you should do. Mm-hmm. And so I almost, I, I wrote this song. It's a really good song and I wrote it with really talented people, but like it wasn't very true to me. Like it didn't feel like my sound. And then I announced that I was going to put it out. <laughs> I submitted it to DSPs and I had a, a release date. I was promoting it. And then two weeks before it was supposed to come out I pulled it from everything and I was like I can't do this but this isn't me and then I hid for a little bit and then I wrote Locksmith and I was like oh this is the best song I've ever written and so I put out Locksmith but it took me like actually eight months to put out another song after (laughs) what are you doing now yeah I mean that sounds so overwhelming and congratulations to you and like uh props you for not doing something that you weren't you know it wasn't authentic to you i mean i i would imagine having people that have been in the business for a long time are like oh you should you need to sound like this and you need to do this and and it's like should i take these people's advice i mean they've obviously have a track record of other successful people and 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 have been around this business and i'm going to work with this songwriter who's written this hit or whatever and then you're like Mm -hmm. uh like is this how I need it? It needs to go or do I, and do I just do that or yeah. do I just stay true to myself? And yeah. I mean, you do. And then you put out locksmith and it, you know, like we just said, it has 50, nearly 54 million streams. So it's not like no one cared. Right. I mean, you, yeah. you did run the risk of that. Okay. I had this one song. Is it going to happen again? And then it, it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And wow. It was a scary time. But I'm I'm happy I waited and people were so mad at me for, <laughs> for pulling that song like online and just mostly what like like yeah. real people were like, why are you doing what are this? You doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm really like I that's probably my proudest thing that I've ever done is pull that song because like I'm I can be such a people pleaser and I was and that's kind of why the song was ever coming out in the first place um but it was not my sound it wasn't really telling the story I wanted to tell and um I learned a lot in those eight months after what are you doing now and now I feel like I'm so everything that is uh, gonna come out I'm so proud of and feels like the most me and 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 it's just nice because I feel like I'm kind of a perfectionist and it's nice that like the songs that are out now and just because too. 
just like that one's like so i'm just everything out i'm like super proud of and i I just want it to be like that forever like i don't want to sacrifice myself to like do what people tell me to do (laughs) A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm similar in that sense. Like that's one of my big character defects is that I'll like say yes to everything and like, Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the <laughs> fact that you were like held your ground, you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have to do this. And that I'm sure was probably something that was stirring in your mind for such a long time. Like, okay, I gotta wake up. I gotta tell these people that I'm going to not use, I'm not putting the song out. Oh my God, it was so scary. Now, I will never forget the moment that I was like, I can't put this song out. And thankfully, like the people on my immediate team are so supportive. It's like my family, like my brother helps manage me. My my sister's on my team. It's very like, everyone was like, yes, we got you. It was more scary telling like the other like labels. Yeah, 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 definitely. But um, everyone was really, everyone understood. But I remember like, when it hit me that I just couldn't do it. It was like, I, I was about to post another video promoting it or something. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I just started like crying, could not stop crying. I was like, but I don't want to put the song out. Like, I don't want to put the song out. And my brother's like, you don't have to. And I was like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, my head just exploded. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't do it. What do you mean? And then I was just like, I didn't know I could do what I want. And then eventually I was like, I, yeah, wait, I don't want to put the song out. <laughs> so I didn't put the song out. That's awesome. I've, I will say that's, and that's amazing that you have such a supportive uh, family and brother and sister that work with you. I mean, that's, that's so cool. It's so nice. Yeah. They're the um, yeah, so you then you do Locksmith and it does awesome. And recently you put out Just Because, which is another great song that's killing it. Um, tell me yeah. about that song. And then you, it sounds like you have other stuff that you're really excited about coming out mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so Just Because, I love the song. I feel like I, I, I wrote it on a very, I was emotionally all over the place. Um, and I went to the studio and I had a session with um, producer I work with a bunch, Griff Clausen and Shai Martin. And they're both like just people I admire so much. And I was like, I really want this day to go well, but I'm so all over the place and none of my emotions make sense. And then I went on this rant and I was like, just ranting, just because I feel like this doesn't mean I really feel like this. And then we wrote a song about it. And um and I really like it it's (laughs) it's my most it's I feel like it shows a lot how like all over the like how like when I say I'm easily overwhelmed like this song is what I would listen to to calm me down I guess for a while so I'm happy it's out in the world yeah it's great that's cool you you work with uh Griff Clausen do you work with him a lot on your on your music I've had him on my podcast before really yeah, it was like uh, April or something. It was last year at some point. I mean, it was like a year ago, over oh my God. Uh, April twenty twenty two, maybe. Sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like I, my closest collaborator. We we did locksmith together. Oh, really? Yeah, and we like so many of my songs are just me and it. We're like about to be neighbors, and we're I'm moving in next to him. We're like. Uh, that's cool yeah and then you can i mean talk about 
uh, writing music. That'd be easy. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a great dude. Um, I, yeah, I had a chat with him. Yeah, it was a while. Oh, maybe it was, I don't remember. Maybe it was two years ago. It was a while ago. That's all I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think actually I was still in San Diego at the time. I'm getting my whole time line off, but it doesn't matter. Um, so tell me, you just released that and you have more music coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm almost done. Um, finishing all the songs that I want to come out in the next few months. Um, and I'm really excited. They're like my favorite songs I've ever written. And also like the production is so cool. Been with Griff like every day, just making it feel like the most me. Oh my gosh, he just texted me too. That's funny. Um, <laughs> he, his ears are burning. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm so excited. I feel like this last year I've learned so much. I said that, but I just feel like I'm finally... I feel like ready to play out music it took like a year but i feel like i'm i've got it now which is cool that is cool are you gonna do like an ep or just keep putting out single songs yeah yeah it'll be a ep probably yeah. amazing and you did a tour recently is that what, or yeah what? yeah i um opened for key and Ducrow in europe in the uk that's huge it was my first tour and it was, was so it your fun. first time to Europe. It was my first time to Europe, but um, my first time singing to in yeah, Europe. And touring <laughs> and your first tour yeah. is there. That's cool. Very, very it's cool. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. Best. Well, Sadie, thank you so much for hanging out with me and, and telling me your story. This is, I love what you're doing. I can't wait to see uh, the new or hear the new stuff you have coming out as well. Um, I have one more question before I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Hmm. I would say stay true to yourself just to fit the theme of what we've been talking about. I feel like it's, it's really easier said than done, but it's probably the thing that will make you the most like special. It's just being yourself. Mm -hmm.